I'm Franny Benali and you're listening to In That Number. Hello and welcome to another episode of In That Number. Today we're here to discuss the signing of Che Adams from Birmingham City and joining us will be Birmingham fans and hosts of Birmingham Fan TV, James and Emily. They'll be joining us shortly. Um, I'm your host Ray Hunt. Follow me on Twitter at RayHunt84. My co-host Kevin Milberton on at Moscow Mush. Follow the show at Number Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions, you can email us on in that number podcast at gmail.com. Allow me to bring in my co-host, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. All right, you big prick. All right, yeah, tasty, hairy spanner. <laughs> tasty, hairy spanner. That's I just one. video called you and just realised how hairy you are. You're getting, yeah, yeah. quite hairy. All right, it suits you though. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. Jesus-like. Jesus-like, yeah. yeah. Um, at least superficially, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, you're right, yeah? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm just uh, it's, it's quite an exciting summer in respect of Saints and uh, my big uh, holiday and travels. I've got planning. There's nothing better, isn't there, is there than uh, planning yeah, a trip. Yeah, yeah, so. all right. I'm stuck here, just waiting for the football to start again. Yeah, well, you've got that uh, friendly against Con to look at. I look forward to. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the tickets to come out for the uh, match against Feyenoord. So yeah, hopefully yeah. have some uh, pre-season fun before the the Premier League starts. Yeah, looking forward to. It. Um, actually, I went to that. Um, something I wanted to talk about quickly. I went to that Saints Fest on Saturday. Oh yeah. Um, it was alright. It was not. I took I took Caitlin along. Um, she loved it. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was a pretty warm day. I didn't stay as long as I'd like because of the weather, and I'm, you know what I'm like with the sun. But um, yeah, it was good. It was um, it was fun. Was it more for the kids or? Um, I'd say yeah, generally around the stadium with all the um, interactive games that they had set up. Um, they had, they brought a beach. The Costa del Saints. The Costa del Saints. That's right. <laughs> um, and a lot of games, and Caitlin was trying some dribbling drills. She was crap. She was totally crap. She had a go. <laughs> Got some work to do, yeah. Yeah. And the the kit launch that didn't happen. That that the uh, kit launch that didn't happen. That right. video they released was a bit prophetic, then, as it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't quite know. I still don't know what's going on with that. But anyway, it was um, it was a good day. It was fine. This is ITN, In That Number News. Okay, so, yeah, we've got uh, obviously a big, big news item here today uh, with us signing Che Adams, but I will come on to that later. But, yeah, the other big news is, of course, that uh, our local lad, Matt Target, has now gone 15 million to Villa. Um, yeah, I mean, he's from, from Eastleigh, isn't he? And, uh, he's yeah, local lad, yeah. Been with the Saints for the last 15 years, and, and now he's gone. It's a kind of a sad moment. And did you see on social media the little um, announcement he put out? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's sad to see him go away. I mean, he's put a lot of time for this. He's got, he still has got a lot of time for this club, it's clear. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's sad to see him go. But, I mean, that money was, you just couldn't turn that down for a player that's going to be, you know, back up, left back for us. Hasn't had, didn't have a great season last year. Started to pick up a little bit, but um, yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm fine. Yeah, I mean he's just Ryan Bertrand's understudy at the moment, isn't there? And so it doesn't seem that there's much perspective here for for him for the next few years. So I think it's a great deal all round. It's good for us. It's good for him. Good for Villa. Um, and yeah, the best of luck to him. 
Um, yeah, other news. We've got Danny Ings permanently now. I mean, we knew that was going to go ahead on the 1st of July. Uh, anyway, it's obviously just a bookkeeping thing. But yeah, he's here for four years, 18.72 million. Yeah. Just hope he can stay fit. Yeah, and you think, well, for a striker of that age, that pedigree, oh, I think that's actually not that bad a price, is it? So even if he is injury prone, and we do love Danny. Yeah, one of our own. A um, lot more big news. There's a huge shake-up in the boardroom. <laughs> a huge shake? Oh, no. Or did you say a huge <laughs> shake-up? No, we haven't got an oil-rich Arab <laughs> buying out our club. Um, we, yeah, we've already got <laughs> uh, everyone's favourite Chinaman uh, who's done yeah. that already. Um, so, yeah, um, after Ralph Kruger's gone, we now have, wait for it, Chairman Gao. Yep. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> He's the new chairman of uh, Saints Parents Parent Company, uh, St Mary's Football Club. Um, so yeah, he's going to be basically running the club from China. Whoopee! Brilliant. So yeah, he's mm. got a, a Chinese dictator. Lovely. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Swiss beauty Catherine Liebherr. She's back on the board, uh, along with Gao's daughter Nelly. So, okay. okay, I mean, she's still got uh, a thumb in, a pie, in the pie, so to speak. Yeah. So I suppose that's some sort of redeeming feature. Uh, Martin Simmons, he's going to be the CEO. Yeah, I see that. Um, I, don't, Toby, I don't know how to, what to feel about that, to be honest. It's... Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll we'll see in the years to come how this new corporate structure is going to affect the running of the club. But I suppose on the football side, what can we say? Things are working out i suppose i mean we're getting players in we we're moving players on so not enough for my for my liking but well, it's early days of course yeah um but yeah business operations that's going to be down to toby Steele and ross wilson he's the director of football operations and that leaves martin glover as the chief scout and matt hales is the academy director so I th- as from memory i think that's all of the positions filled isn't it i think they've just yeah uh, yeah you've definitely gone on to more than what i read yeah i mean they, they've kind of just shuffled everyone about everyone's uh, jumped up a rank as it were uh, so yeah it looks like we've got our, our corporate and uh, football structures in place for the new season so hopefully that will give us a bit of stability absolutely yeah um other i mean we've got a couple of youngsters that have come in uh, benny smales braithwaite he signed his first yeah Striker, 17 years old, um, came from Man City last year, and he's been playing for the under-18s, and he's under contract now until June 2022. So, yeah, we might might see him brought in in the odd cup game. Yeah, maybe not, but yeah. Well, I mean, never know. yeah, <laughs> depends who we draw in, in the FA Cup, obviously. But, um, yeah, and of course, yeah, as I mentioned, those tickets for the friendly against FC Cone. They go on sale tomorrow. So, yep, snap them up quick because it's going to be our only pre-season fixture. So you can grab yourself a bargain. I think they're 20 quid, aren't they? Yeah, about that, yeah. I'll, um, I'll be there getting mine. Yep, oh. yep getting early. Okay, mm. so on to our transfer rumours. Uh, you know I do love a, a juicy transfer rumour. Right, okay, I'm going to switch off for this. Okay, well, I mean, there was a rumour about... Us being interested in a player from Italy, 20-year-old mm. Spezia striker. Uh, what's his name? Okariki. 
But um, yeah, I think now that we've got Trey Adams in, I think that's going to be old hat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's done. I think it might, some of these rumours might have been kind of double bluffs on the uh, part of Saints. You know, we're already interested in other strikers, so yeah, sod you. And then bang, yeah, next day, yeah, signing announced. Um, yeah, the other, the only real one that I think's got any weight to it is twenty-four-year-old uh, Bristol City and ex-Gate defender. Adam Webster. Boo. What's this? Yeah. This is news to me. So, yeah, he's valued at 30 million. May made 47 appearances for them last season, scored a few goals. Um, he was rejected by Saints as a youngster uh, before joining Pompey. <laughs> and, yeah, made his way to Ipswich and now Bristol City. But, yeah, 30 million for a defender. But that's a lot. That's the position we need. So, I think that's all we're going to be hearing transfer rumours about now is about defenders. Hopefully. Hopefully, need to keep bringing. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear. I mean, I'm hearing um, strikers all over the place coming in, but we don't need any more now. I'd like, I'd like to think if, if Danny Ings can stay fit and, and Che Adams, um, I think you know those two are fine. I don't forget we still got Charlie Austin, Shane Long. Um, we still got Oberfemi, we still got Gallagher, we still got Long. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm. I just think we need to. And now that Target's gone, we need to get rid of who? We need to get rid of Stevens. We need to, you know, bring in. You know, one solid centre back and maybe a full back. Yeah, I mean, I think a centre back and then, you know, even if that was just it, I think I'd be more than pleased. Um, yeah, that being said, um, outgoings. Uh, Sheffield United apparently interested in Austin. I see that, yeah. Yeah, apparently Saints, we're looking for about 20, 10 million from. 10 million, yeah. I think that's, that'd be good if we'd manage. steep. Yeah, I yeah, think I that's, that's quite steep. I can't see anybody paying that for, for Charlie Austin. Plus, yeah, United have still got Billy Sharp, so yeah, mm. uh, that that could be an interesting pairing. But hey, I mean, maybe yeah. they're going to need you know all the goals they can get to try and stay in the league. So yeah, why not? Ten million? They're in the Premier League, got a lot of money now. Yeah. If they've got the money, yeah, I think they, any Premier League club can find ten million for a striker. And yeah, the other outgoing is that Villa aren't satisfied with taking one Saints defender. Uh, they also are interested in Jack Stevens. So, oh my god fucking pinch me yeah <laughs> please let this be true and yeah I, I saw that i thought like i was reading it and it was like so villa could spend like 25 million on our shittest defenders for yeah <laughs> that's brilliant i think we'll probably have a laugh with uh with the brummies about this one. <laughs> oh yeah that, exactly yeah we can talk to them about this but yeah but if um, um if any villa scouts are listening jack stevens is the greatest defender to have ever done to saint shirt we love him. Yeah. We love him here. Yeah. All right. Okay, my inter- my traditional international roundup. I'm going to focus on the African Cup of Nations. Uh, Gineppo's Mali uh, in the opener against Mauritania. That ended in a 4-1 victory for Mali. Um, Gineppo actually came close to scoring when it was 1-0, but he had his shot saved. Uh, the Eagles, they then drew 1-1 with Tunisia. Mm-hmm. Um, Musa played the first 75 minutes of the match. There was a, an own goal from former Saint Mouez Hassan the keeper before uh, England enemy Wabi Hazri equalised mm. um, yeah, Gineppo was on the bench as Mali beat Angola 1-0 uh, they topped Group E and they faced I saw that yeah faced Ivory Coast in the last 16 on Monday did you um, get to watch I watched the highlights of the Mauritania match that was quite good he, did, he wasn't in it a lot was he uh, the Mauritania even though they you know they banged in four goals but I didn't see enough of Gineppo um, yeah, which I'm not sure how I feel about. 
why I didn't really bother with watching the Tunisia Angola matches. They weren't, probably weren't really humdingous. And uh, to be honest, I mean, <laughs> watching 90 minutes of uh, England against Tunisia was painful enough without me watching them <laughs> play Mali. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. No offence, Eagles. Um, yeah, um, on to our little upstart, Sofiane Buffal. Um, yeah, in, the, in Morocco's 1-0 over Namibia, he uh, played as a substitute. Um, he also came on in the 75th minute to see Lapa 1-0 win over the Ivory Coast. And he was an unused substitute as Morocco beat South Africa 1-0. Again, 1-0. It's <laughs> mm. so, stable. It's like Arsenal. Yeah, clean sheets. Um, or, or Claude Puel team. Uh, to finish top of Group D. Um, so yeah, uh, they, they finished top of Group D. Uh, so yeah, they didn't uh, face each other. They could have, I suppose. But um, yeah, yeah, they've got... Uh, they play against Benin for a spot in the quarterfinals on Friday. So yeah, that might be might be worth a watch. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it for my international roundup. Hi, I'm Matt Letizia, and thank you for listening to In That Number. Right now, let's bring in our guests, James and Emily from Birmingham Fan TV. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. No worries, Ray. Um, yeah, a bit short notice. I kind of like sprung this on you. Um, I think it was, was it Monday? I sort of like put the uh, <laughs> message out it, there. It was sometime earlier this week, wasn't it? But no, yeah. it's a delight to be on. So thank you for having us. Oh, it's brilliant. No, I know you're you're like pretty busy these next couple of days. Didn't you say you were going away on holiday? Yeah, we're going to America with my family. So that'll be fun. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So th- for you to actually come on and like spare us some time is amazing so i didn't think this was going to happen but yeah so thank you thank you very much that's fine i'm sure we'll return the favorite at some point when we uh when we start climbing the table <laughs> oh, and, oh you know we'll probably go down before you know not for too long so. Well, so hang on you're saying that our chances of going down are more than theirs of going up uh, yeah i'd say so <laughs> <laughs> okay um before we um discuss um the chairdoms um how are you both anyway? Are you are you, are you cool? All good? Yep. Having having a good week? Yeah, yeah, busy busy week. Obviously, you know, obviously prepping for holidays, but um, you know, the the, the transfer season's hot enough. Um, the season's getting closer. Obviously, Birmingham City being Birmingham City, they are self destruct mode 101. <laughs> uh, and yeah, things are getting things are getting heated. So obviously, the channel's taking off. Obviously, ready for the new season. We've got some new sponsorships waiting in the wings that we're trying to tie up loose ends with oh, wow. that we're hoping to announce in the next couple of days. So that'll be exciting. Um, and outside of that, yeah, it's, it's busy trying to obviously hold it all down with the job. So, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Um, so Birmingham fan TV. Yes. Uh, how long have you been going for and like, what was the idea behind starting up? So we both, we actually met at UCFB Wembley, we met at university um, and I moved to Birmingham with you, didn't I? And you've been going down the blues for your whole life, ever since you were through, was it like two weeks old? Oh, so, God, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> I know, it's a lifelong <laughs> So we both you... study football, business and media. So it just made sense to us to start up a fan channel. And I started going down to the blues three seasons ago now and fell in love straight away after a month of being with you. Yeah. That was it. Nice. So we... We combined our love of media, business, and the blues together to make Birmingham Fan TV, really. Yeah. Um, i trying to think when did we start. At the start of last season, I kind of thought, um, I'll give it a crack. I 
knew a few friends that run a few. Um, I don't know if you've ever come across uh, 100% Chelsea. No. Uh, um, no, they run the big Chelsea channel um, on YouTube. You can look them up. They, um, the the guy that runs that decided to. He said, you know, you should give it a crack. He's quite good at it. Um, obviously, there's an open market there, so I decided to go for it. And obviously, I've been going ever since the start of last season. It's progressively growing. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time and effort, as you guys, I'm sure, know with the editing, with all the the hours you're putting on social media. It's it's not easy, but it, it's enjoyable. And obviously, um, oh yeah. You do it for your club, don't you? Let's be honest. Well, yeah. I mean, I do all the editing side, but Kev does all the social media. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, I, I wouldn't trust myself to do that. But I, I don't even trust myself to do the editing. But you know, we get it done. Um, and we only started. We started last season as well, didn't we, Kev? It's about this time last year. Yeah. 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 It was like let's let's get a podcast going, and I was like let's um let's maybe try and start it in January <sighs> to give us like you know half the season to prepare for it. And Kevin was like. No, let's do it now. Let's get it done before the season starts. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of hard to decide when to start up a, a, a fan channel as such. Um, you know, I, I've always believed in doing it in the preseason, um, but January would make sense because if you give yourself a half a trial season, um, yeah. just the waters a bit, and then obviously you crack on from there and give it a good push this season. But obviously you guys are doing fine as it is. You, you um, made that jump and, and obviously... It's worked out for you in the end. Well, so. there's there's quite a lot of Saints podcasts out there, so we like we are by far the the one that gets the least amount of listeners. But we're just <sighs> we're just like starting to build up and, it takes and we're time. starting to get away fans on this season. So yeah, we've got big plans, you know, coming ahead. But yeah, yeah. Well, the podcast, the Saints podcasts are like buses. There was like no Saints podcasts for years, and then uh, three come along at once. Yeah, so yeah. It's four yeah. or five now. Yeah. yeah, we've got competition, so um, we all complement each other, surely. Yeah, that, well, that, that's yeah. it. They are, that we are all friendly with them, with each other. So yeah, that's a good thing. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like a, a complement of each other, really, in a way, shouldn't it? You'll um, all, you all have different strengths, and but you're all for one club at the end of the day. So it's yeah, that's a, it. Yeah. Nice community, isn't it? Really. It is. Yeah. yeah, and we've had um, guys on on our show and we've been on theirs so you know yeah it's, it's a, it is a nice little community that we've got going so but we love it right um okay let's let's dive right into the Che Adams signing um so it's a five-year deal about 15 million pounds yep. uh, initially we had a bid turned down back in January in the region of about 10 million um that's what yep. we were hearing um and then another bid at the end of May but didn't meet Birmingham's demands yeah um and actually, Kev, when we recorded last time, it looked as though the deal was off. I mean, when did yeah. we record? Two weeks ago, was it? Um, yeah, it just called off, and then we were in. I think we were interested in another. Is it that Nigerian? Um, I mean, but there's Okariki. been a few, there's Okariki and there's yeah. Augustan, and so a load of other other players that have been linked with. Of strikers, yeah. And yeah, bluffing and double bluffing from both sides, but yeah, it's finally gone through. They've yeah, and then just, just out of nowhere, it just come through. Um, mm. The price was done. Um, pretty stupid question, but how do you guys feel about it now? I mean, like, is, is it was it something that you were expecting, or was it is it just like really really hard to take? Yeah, both, isn't it? Really, I mean, we were definitely expecting it, but I th- didn't think I personally didn't think he was going to go for 15 million. I thought it was going to be a little bit more than that. Um, however, playing devil's advocate like I normally do, he's only had one very good season so far, so. I guess that's where the price tag is at, but it, it depends the way you look at it, really. I'm always a devil's advocate. You're yeah. more the positive light, 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody was doubting he was going to go. It was it was inevitable. Um, when you're a championship club, you become the feeder club, you become the seller club. Oh, God, we know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> just look at Liverpool's team. It's just full of Saints players. It's... We're in, yeah, I was going to say you're Liverpool's feeder club, aren't you? As, as well known, as well documented. Yeah, we, as... We, we won the Champions League this year. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why they It's our B team. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it's tough to take. Uh, in the in the simple fact that you've got to replace 23 goals from last season, mm. not easy. I mean, Lukas Jukovic uh, scored 14 this year as well. Um, oh, wow. So the strike the strike pairing between them were were pretty awesome last season, and obviously That's, there's yeah. them. That's so goals. Yeah, and obviously there's talk of you know Jukovic possibly having some interest as well this summer. But regardless, Adams is a good player. I, I, the, when we signed him all the way back when Gary Rowe was in charge. Um, I was a keen admirer of him from Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. I've watched him kind of for them come through the ranks at local teams at Ilkeston, I think it was. And the kid, the kid had all the attributes for a top top player. It reminded me very much of like an Andre Gray sort okay. of figure. Um, and I still would kind of comparing that's probably his closest comparison. Obviously, they've got their own features, but Shea is a good player. I, am I disappointed to get 15 million? Uh, ever so slightly, but that's me just being having my blues tinted goggles on. Well, uh, I, don't, I mean, <clears throat> that actually leads into my next question because I was going to ask, do you think 15 million was too low? Because, I mean, I said to you, Kevin, on our last show that why are we dragging our heels over a couple of million pounds? I mean, we we should be willing to pay around 20 million for a young English, powerful, and a proven goal scorer, and I think you know the current market dictates that. So. That's- I don't know why so they were in the hills. A year and a half ago, we paid uh, 18 million for oh, Guido Carrillo. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, sent yeah. him out on loan last year, and he's back. Um, so we're still trying to get a buyer for him. Can we interest you in him? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we, well, there's, there's money in the pot now, but I don't know where the money's going to go this summer. We've been linked with a, a Croatian lad this morning that um, Leeds are going to... I think Calvin Phillips is going to Villa, or potentially going to Villa. God, Villa uh, are on the... They're, after everyone they're after everyone yeah Calvin Phillips goes there Leeds want to replace him with this Croatian lab but we put a bid in this morning I think it's like three and a half million I'm wow. guessing that's where the, your money's going yeah um, but uh, I, I, you know I've got a few sources close to the club and from what I know that the, the add-on fees for Adams were quite extortionate um, we've got some good add-on fees there with, with um, obviously if you sell him on as well there's a big salon fee there um, I think it was like 25%, something stupid like that. Yeah, I think Liverpool will be waiting in the wings. Yeah, I'm hoping that as well. That's what I'm kind of hoping that two-year period goes and uh, <laughs> kind of get the buyback from that one. But altogether, 15 million. I'm not too, I'm not overly upset, but at the same time, you know, I, I, if I'd have, if we could have pushed for 20 up front, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't yeah. have. <laughs> in cash. Yeah. In cash, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do think 20 was a fair... Yeah, a fair assessment, and you know, I think you should help out these clubs. I really do. Um, for a player like that, I mean, I I like what I see. What I've seen, I've only seen little amounts, but um, I do, I do like it. Um, he fits the mold of what um, Ralph Hasenhut was trying to do here, and he should suit our style of play, our high press, energetic style now. Yeah. Um, and these are the players that you know you want to fill that role. So, so he's what, he's 22. I think he's 23 next Saturday. I think. So he's fit. Yeah. He's big. He's pretty speedy. He's hungry. He's he's quite a confident lad. I've seen his interviews. Um, 
yeah seems pretty good but like you, i mean you guys are the experts so you need to educate us on che adams um how good can he be um I, I, I mean i'm guessing like you said that he only had one good season yeah yeah because last season for us was so poor um in the sense that we had financial fair play looming over us and it was just a bit of a mess wasn't it um Shea adams really was the savior and without him we would we would have gone down. So we have our blue tinted goggles on, as you say, saying that we think he's brilliant um, because he saved us. But his strike partnership with Lukas Jukovic was second to none, um, in my opinion. Um, I, <laughs> but that's yeah. also bias. But Shea Adams can play on his own. He's, he's... Mm, I, I, don't, I don't know. How, how good he can be? The, the kid can be what he wants. He can be as good as as he wants to push himself to be. Um, we were thinking sort of England call-up, mm. potentially. Uh, he He's an ex, he's an outstanding player. He's a great character. Uh, the, the lad's got his feet firmly on the ground, and that's, you know, massive in a player. Perfect, yeah. not, he's not a cocky young lad. He, he's never been that. Every time that we've seen him down the blues, he's such a nice, grounded person. Mm. Um, the reason he only had one good season, in my opinion, you know, like I say, big admirer when he came in. He started okay under Rowett. Rowett got sacked. He was in and out of the team. Um, obviously, the club itself has been in turmoil for the last couple of years. We've had, I don't know, four man, I think six managers or five managers while he's been at the club. Wow. Yeah, he's never been able to find a steady partnership until last season, until Monk obviously came in and you know, form that partnership with Jukovic and that's obviously where he's blossomed and it's it's not, it wasn't a surprise to me to, to see him, you know, on the score sheet so many times last season. He had all the attributes the, the, the few seasons before and showed it in glimpses but was never um, a consistent performer, I think, personally due to issues off the field, on the field with the whole team. So, the kid can be what he wants if I'm completely honest. Uh, how do you think they're going to um, live without each other then? Um, well, you know, you've said that we do have a perfect or oh, so replacement in, in Isaac Vassell. Harry Redknapp, when he bought him in, he was, um, he was, a gem, he was he? raving about him. We, we signed him for, I think it was one and a half million from Luton uh, two years ago now. Um, 21 when we signed him and he, Redknapp was saying how good this kid is, the best player he's ever sort of bought in as a young talent. Really? Um, wow. Of like Defoe's level. Um, and I think Tony Pulis put a bid in from, from Middlesbrough. Uh, in January, just gone because Redknapp had told him to go after him. Vassell had a big injury, though, with a knee injury. He was out for nine, ten months. So he's, he's not really been in the team, and obviously he couldn't shift Adams out. So you'd have thought that, as it stands, he'll, he'll partner Jukovic next season. Um, but Adams will need to find himself a partner if you're to get the best out of him, if, if I'm you know perfectly honest. Can he play up front by himself? Yes, but I don't think you're going to get the best out of him. Well, I think we've we've got a lot of enough players around that can play with him, and we've got we just Redmond. got we got Red. Well, yeah, Redmond plays plays off the left. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we've got uh we've got Charlie Austin who we're trying to ship. Um, we've got Shane Long. Yeah. And uh, we've got um Danny Ings, and we've got a couple of youngsters like Michael Obafemi and and Sam Gallagher. But, but you know we don't know who's who's coming and going now. But um, yeah, I think there's enough. I mean, I, I like the idea of him and 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 Danny Ings playing together. It's going to be quite a good partnership, I think. See that work. That sound good. Yeah. So you say you got 23 goals last season. Yeah. Okay, so by contrast, our top scorers in the league were James Ward-Prowse and Danny Ings with seven. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not... 
I'm not going to say that he's going to go and bang in 22 goals in the Premier League because it's not going to happen. Um, and I did I did actually watch a couple of uh, clips of Adams and I saw he, all his goals. There's a uh, clip on YouTube. Um, and some of the defending in, the, in those clips was poor. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I don't think he's going to have that space and time in the Premier League to score that many goals. But, you know, I mean, into double figures up there and we've made an improvement. But, yeah, I mean, I do expect him to be slotting in the starting 11 straight away. Yeah. That whole game last season, I watched that. Um, brilliant. He made those defenders look look terrible. Oh, um, the, the hat-trick. The hat-trick one. one, yeah, brilliant. And I saw the, the Middlesbrough goal. That was that was a brilliant goal. And the Swansea yeah. goal, another good one that he scored last season. Um, so, yeah, just solid finishing all around. He's pretty clinical, so... He is, yeah. He's, he's got he's got one of the most natural finishes um, I've seen in a long time. Um, he is a natural born goal scorer. Um, that is exactly what we need. That's it, yeah. <laughs> but he brings a lot to the team as well. His hold up play is, is is pretty good. He's a strong kid. I've, oh, okay. You know, that was my next question. Like, how does it does he? You know, what does he do aside uh, apart from I'll, banging I'll, goals in? I'll keep on with the goal scoring first, and then we'll get yeah, into yeah. that. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a goal scorer. Um, get him anywhere inside the box, you're pretty confident he's going to put it away. Um, like I say, he's had some bad times, but um, I think he's overcome that. Can I see him getting double figures next season? I certainly can see him getting double figures in the Premier League. Um, certain defences he'll come up against, uh, he'll have a field day. Um, I can't, you know, like I say, you've got to be patient with him. I think that you've got to nurture him. Obviously, if he doesn't hit the ground running, he didn't hit the ground running for, for us this season. Um, I think he went the first nine games without scoring while Jukovic kind of was scoring or, or something close to that. And Gary Monk had a word with him, told him to, you know, not get his act together, but, you know, what he needs to do. And he, he didn't stop scoring since. So obviously it could take him a little bit of time to find his feet in the Premier League. But once he does, you can be assured that you will get your money's worth for him. Excellent. Um, and, you know, he's got the best manager to nurture the, him. Um, Hasenhut has worked wonders with James Ward-Prowse. I Certainly. Mean, I mean, we had, um, you know about this, Kev, we had like Jan Bednarek on the bench, who had a brilliant World Cup for Poland, yeah. kept him on the bench. We had James Ward-Prowse, who wasn't even, make, wasn't even on the bench. Um, Hasenhurtle comes in, and suddenly James Ward-Prowse is playing out of skin, and he's made, you know, made the England team. Certainly. So Good sign of a good coach, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. We love him. Um, and, yeah, as I say, he's got the best manager to, you know, to, to nurture his talent. Yeah, that's that's and that's what we were hoping for when we left. You know, we knew he was going to go. It was just, you know, we were hoping that we he'd go to the right club um, that would progress him. It was I for me, it was either Southampton or Watford. I like Watford as well. That they 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 seem to do well with players. They never seem to kind of ruin players as such to speak. Mm. And Southampton obviously have a track record of producing and and nurturing good talent. So I'm glad he made the right choice in the end because obviously there was. You know, minor interest from Everton and Burnley, Burnley and yeah, oh, God, yeah, we're, we're we're pretty glad also. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you didn't choose Burnley. So. Take good care of him. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of questions for you. Um, I mean, Ray obviously uh, listed a few of the goals that he scored last season, but um, do you have a favourite Jay Adams goal? Um, my personal favourite yeah. would have to be the Swansea goal, but only because we were in the front row and he came to celebrate with us. <laughs> so. Oh. So if you see that clip on YouTube, the girl in the pink coat, that's me. So. I, 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 I watched it this morning, so I was like, oh, wow. that's a good. No, I like the Middlesbrough one. I think the way that he, he had his back to goal yeah. and he had two defenders around him and he swivelled and just bang, bottom corner. Um, Amazing. 
I'm trying he's to just magic then. He scored a few good ones. If you go back and watch, um, I don't know if you've ever seen them. He scored a goal against Wolves when he first signed. I think it was his first goal for us a couple of years ago. And he took this on the half volley, side footed, cross sort of across the box. It was just, you know such a, a natural talent, and and the goal was was well taken. That one Preston goal this season at home where he's kind of got in behind the defence and yeah yeah I saw that one. Slotted it from the you know from the from an angle. Or the Fulham goal from the back end of last season, um, oh, on the yeah. last day of the season where he sort of beat one man and then scored from a similar press, you know, a, a similar angle to the Preston one. So yeah, he scored quite a few goals, but you know, like I say, he can do the powerful side and he can do the the, the intricate finishing as well. He, he's got it all. He's oh, not. God, yeah. When there was an opening for another player to be close to the goal than him, oh, yeah, he yeah, passed yeah, it. Yeah, he's not. So greedy. he's not. He's not greedy. He's not selfish. He's very much a team player, and that's, yeah. that's what you need, really, isn't it? Excellent. So, this is making me feel so much better. So excited. Come yeah, I've got like, start already. You can't, <laughs> you can't see, but my hands are in the air. My fists are clenched. I'm like, yes, <laughs> we're getting into Europe, Kev. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna um ask this one um. <sighs> Any glaring weaknesses? I mean, I've seen that he's not the tallest, so I'm guessing he's not much of an aerial threat. I'm trying to think if I've ever mm. seen him score a header. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen him score a header, to be honest. Um, it's it's but, fine if he's not. I mean, we don't we, we don't need him for that. We've got enough height no. in the team, but I'm just... Um, Height's not always an issue, is it? I no, mean, like, it's not. Duke, yeah, Duke, who's gone six foot to, for all those sorts of goals. Yeah, I'm trying to think glaring weaknesses. Yeah. Um, obviously... And he tailed but, off a bit towards the end of the season, I hear. But then yeah. the whole team did. So he was tired. They were all tired. Mm. Yeah, they, they were. The, the team were the team were knackered. Um, they, they'd had a long season. They'd have a lot of pressures. And that team, we we were a threadbare squad. So that team played pretty much every game. Those games, um, confidence maybe keeping him confident is key. Um, he wasn't for a while, and yeah. that, that showed on the pitch. And it. If you had um, heard us talk about him the season before, we were saying he was lazy. Mm, and yeah. and it, I don't think it was that he was lazy now, looking back on it. I think he wasn't confident. But once he got his scoring boots on, that's it. He's been flying ever since. And I think we had a similar problem with Nathan with Redmond. Redmond. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you know about Redmond, I guess. But um, of course, yeah. He, um, yeah, last season, the fans are always on his back. Whenever we go up there, it's just people are shouting abuse at him. But this season, I mean, my God, what a transformation. Yeah. But again... <laughs> That could yeah. be down to Hasenhurtel, and you can say confidence. Look what he's done for Ward Prowse. So, he was he was brilliant under Hughes, though. He was probably the only player that was. Oh yeah, I think that's because everyone else was just that crap. He's sort of like, <laughs> and, and he is a good player. So yeah, um, like I say, perfect manager to to nurture him, um, and he can help him with that confidence. Yeah, it's, I, I, I don't. There's nothing really that that stands Sticks up like a him. sore thumb with Adams that you'd say, you know really really needs to work and it's just his overall game he just needs to keep working on his game well that's a good thing yeah that's that's a good thing he's got many things to work on still he's still young he's still a quite not a raw talent but he's got things that he can improve and if he keeps doing that you know he'll keep he'll keep climbing and his, his value will only keep increasing so yes or no can you see him in the england setup before the season's out oh god before the season's out before the season's out no no straight up no because Say England are blessed with strikers. I think the England, the way that England play, they, at the minute they kind of only play with one up front. Is he going to get ahead of Kane, Wilson, Rashford? No, no. Not unless he comes at the traps, absolutely on fire and scoring left, right, and centre. Which, which he will do. 
<laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> the unwillingness. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm, I, I think in the future I can certainly see him in the England setup in, in some form, given a chance. And it's, you know, it's like we always said when we had Redmond. Obviously, he came through the academy. We always knew Redmond was due for for greatness, and obviously it was about time that he got his England call up. Unfortunately, obviously he was dropped. Um, mm. Adams is in the same bracket, I would say, uh, as Redmond in terms of he can do it, obviously, but he's got to have a, a standout. He's got to stand out like a sore thumb to to do it because obviously. We know what the FA are like. They don't look beyond the top six, rarely. However, Gareth Southgate is known for picking the youth occasionally in friendlies. So yeah. shame to get his... Yeah. May, may get Although his not might... from Southampton. <laughs> no. Yeah. It, yeah we, we get we bypassed know. quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> for Fabian Delph. Yeah, for <laughs> Fabian Delph. Like, what's all that about? I mean, uh, yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I... I I keep going back to Matt Letizia. How was Matt Letizia not in that England team? Oh, yeah. I, I was about to say. A number of times we lost on penalties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where we needed him. Yeah. yeah we're, well, st- we're still bitter about it it's after all these years. We couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you about um, Matt Target going to Villa. Yeah. Um, I mean, are, are you buying into the fact that, you know, this has helped fund the Adams deal. Yeah, well, yeah, of course it has, hasn't it? Because, you know, the, the worry for Southampton was what I'd heard previously was that funds, obviously, you're not bankrolled by, you know, an oligarch. So, you know, you didn't want to be spending over the odds. So you needed to almost shift a little bit of deadwood, as, as to speak, um, to fund this deal, to make sure that you had the correct funds. And obviously, yeah, target going to Villa. You think they did it on purpose? I mean, do they really need to spend 14 million pounds on a left back on a backup left back that's what i was thinking i don't understand the, the price tag that, that's been put on him to be honest like no he's but we're, we're young we're so happy about it but <laughs> he's a good player certainly oh. and from his time at fulham that he's got you know he's got ability but is he 14 million that's that's debatable he's got another 10 seasons or so in them so it's long isn't it i think that's a fair a fair price well yeah possibly yeah the way money's going these days it, yeah, it's a fair point. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, don't think, I don't think he's worth that. Sorry, Kev, go on. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I just got a question about um, about Che Adams. Uh, um, it's a little bit of an obsession on this podcast with uh, fan chants. Does uh, does Che have one uh, to go with him? No, no, it's it's a bit of yeah. it's, it's your obsession, Kev. Che <laughs> 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 will tear you apart again. Oh, okay, uh-huh. as in okay. as in uh, Joy Division. Yeah, yeah, you know, like the gig, the gig, yeah, the gigs, tram gigs. Yeah. Okay. yeah there you go, Kev. There's my chant for the new season. <laughs> I've got it down already. When he's in though, you, you feel right to sing that as well, because he does literally, he bullies teams at times. So, you know, it's not out of context. No, it was. It, it's very much true, isn't it? Is. it? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I think that is it, to be fair, the I, chant. Yeah, yeah, we didn't really sing many songs about him, to be honest. We're not big. We don't really sing many individual player songs, to be honest. We're more just... We still sing about Stephen Carr and Tebbley and, <laughs> and everyone else. So, you know... <laughs> That's right. We 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 just sing about Pompey all the time. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and Matt Latiz, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there was there was another deal today actually that I was going to ask you about. I mean I'm yeah I'm pretty sure you probably don't know anything about him, but um a, a kid called uh, Ramelo Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell. Yeah. You know you know anything about him because you know. Yeah, he's... yeah, I do. Uh, I know I know a little bit. Oh okay. Um, I've just heard that he he was supposed to be you know prolific at this at his youth level 
um, and Liverpool and Man United were um, interested. They did. They did have a sniff around. Yeah, um, Mitchell. He's very coveted. Mm. Thankfully, you didn't take our prized gem, in, gem in the crown, which is uh, Jude Bellingham. There's still time. There's still time. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the final. You know, now the coffin. So, um, just. Just seen on Twitter. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll just have to close my laptop and just go for a cry. <laughs> yeah. You've got, again, you've got yourself a good future prospect, to be honest. I know that when we, we went on to win an under-18s cup, um, I can't remember if it was last season or the season before, and we beat Liverpool in the final like 8-2 or 8-4 or something stupid like that, and he scored four of the goals. Uh, and, and he's a very, very bright young man. Again, plenty of talent, um, quick feet. He, again, he's, he's not as physical as Shay, but again, there's time to develop. But he's him. only 16, so yeah, he's got. A... Yeah, yeah, um, he, yeah. You've got yourself a good player. It's a shame, obviously, that Premier League teams these days are able to poach players from the lower leagues if they've not signed a, a pro contract. Um, yeah. Repeat, really. Um, but it's the way that the EFL and the Premier League have managed to get this in place so altogether you know obviously briefly on him he's again a, a good little pick up for, for Southampton who again you know probably one of the best clubs for him to nurture you know his talent yeah hopefully so yeah yeah um Kev have you got any more questions about Che Adams um no no, no I think that the the chant one was that, that was about yeah. <laughs> you got your chant in yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so I just want to talk about Birmingham next in general. Like I, you touched on it a little bit at the start of the, the show about you know any plans to reinvest this money, um, yeah. because I mean from what I'm reading, it's a pretty bleak time for Birmingham at the moment. Um, lots. I mean I've I've heard that they you know the squad is too thin. Yeah. Um, you've recently lost um, Michael Morrison, um, Gary Monk. I think he was quite a popular manager, and he's popular with Saints as well because obviously he's an ex-Saint. Yeah. Um, and now Che Adams, obviously. Uh, are, are you hearing any incomings or are you just like selling and then promoting from the youth? Um, I, I, are, you, are you hearing from your board at all? Is there money available? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Touchy subject. Mm. Yeah, I try and keep up to date the best I can. It's difficult, um, though, isn't difficult. it, really? The club obviously fi- uh, failed FFP last year in profit and sustainability. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got us. We're selling the stadium. We're to to the to the board themselves. They're buying it themselves um, to offset some of that, so they'll put that into kind of balance the books. Um, we sold Hotter to Villa, which you know went down like a ton of bricks. Oh yeah, I saw that one as well. Yeah, about four million pound, and Gary Gardner came the other way, which was fine because you know we had Gardner last season on loan. Um, but everything had been quiet. It was kind of just a case of another player went out the door. No talk of, of of any incomings. Another player went out the door. No talk of any incomings. Um, we were sat in the other room, weren't we? And uh, it popped up on Twitter, monk, monk sacked. And then the 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 words that came of that were very controversial and juxtaposed. Yeah. We we didn't really understand what the statement was trying to say. Yeah, it basically said that they're looking to obviously bring through more youth than they, that they have done in previous years, which is a bit of an outrageous statement considering how much good talent we produce from the youth um and that but then at the same time they were saying well they want to you know invest in the youth that, that there is money there to spend and they're looking to reinvest into the playing squad we haven't spent a penny so far um but in the last couple of days thankfully this week things have picked up and 
We're supposedly signing a, a young Spanish centre back from Man City, who's mm-hmm. been up to so, um, Levante. Is it Deportivo? Deportivo, La Coruña. So we're supposed to be bringing him in. We're bringing in, um, I think it's Puskas, Romanian striker under 21s uh, into Milan. Um, young Croatian midfielder. So things have picked up in the last couple of days. There's a couple of exciting names being linked with. I think Moy Gomez from Villarreal, who was at Villarreal. We've got a few youth players that have signed as well yeah. already. So that's oh, okay. that. Turning so, around. Yeah, yeah, it is. If you'd have asked me this at the weekend, I'd have said things are extremely bleak and I don't want to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> several names have popped up and we know that we have either solid interest in them or we've made a bid. Um, but if you, again, we've got competition. Leeds want. Um, Leeds won the midfielder, uh, the Man City centre back, the Spanish one. Again, Levante want to tr- try and re-sign him. So it's kind of like, you know, nothing's guaranteed, but we're sort of, in my opinion, six or seven players short of a squad. You know, Michael Morrison's been our captain for the last five years and he's gone because they can't agree a contract because he wants three years, but he's over the age of 30, etc. That's it's sad. That's bad. sad. It, it is sad, yeah. It's, it's not, I think that the, the club want to go in a different direction. They want to play a little bit more possession-based football. And with all due respect to Michael Morrison, while he's a leader and That's puts nice. his body on the line, he couldn't, he can't distribute a ball. Um, so, but it's sad to see him go. You know, nevertheless, um, obviously we're a winger down with Hotter. We're two wingers down because Mahoney left to go back. Wow, to, wow. <laughs> uh, Shea's gone, so we've only got two first-team recognised strikers now. So yeah, we kind of need two strikers, two wingers. Centre midfielder, centre back, really. and a goalkeeper. Oh even my! Though... <laughs> it's worse than I thought. You out with one of them? Yeah, yeah. we've got plenty of them. You can have, you can have um, Fraser Forster if you want. Well, I, yeah, all right. <laughs> I'll bite your hand off. I was going to say. Well, yeah. I don't know. Do you know how much he's getting paid a week? Then wait till you see that. And then you are. That's why we can't shift him. Seventy, maybe in that in that sort of region. I know he's more than that. Is it real? No, no. He's he's the highest paid third choice goalkeeper in the world. Oh, that's outrageous. I was going to say, because you've got Angus Gunn, who, who's a talent. And then uh, Alex McCarthy. Alex McCarthy, yeah, who's a, who's a good goalkeeper. Mm. Um, but it's funny you should say earlier about how many sort of strikers you've got now. Well, I say how many you've got. Some. I was saying, I was asked the other week, obviously, when we knew that Southampton were interested. And I said, if we could get him and his wages weren't too much, I'd be interested in taking Charlie Austin. I don't know why they didn't do a par exchange. I was thinking that. I thought, we, we want to get rid of Austin. I would have thought wages would have been yeah he's earning at Saints but it'll you know it'd be a fair chunk of, I think we're trying to cut the wage bill down to sort of no more than 20 grand a week on a player so it would uh, be a big pay cut come to Saints us Saints would have to probably still be paying something on his wages hmm yeah so I think that would have been a big issue if they, I think they'll try and send him out to someone that can obviously just cover his wages and they'll take a cut on the the price or I would have thought so anyway <laughs> um but obviously you guys will know more about that than we do. But yeah, um, Villa are actually interested in another one of our defenders, Jack Stevens. Um, or Jack fucking Stevens. Is yeah, he, this podcast. affectionately known as Jack fucking Stevens, because yeah, they can just fucking take him. He's, <laughs> is he that bad? Oh God, have you not seen him? Um, glimpses, but I couldn't really give you my opinion on him. Oh, okay. Um, well, you'd only have to watch a glimpse, trust me, then you'd form your own opinion. It's um, yeah, he, he's <laughs> he's a horror show. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're giving it to Villa then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know why they... I mean, they're raiding us for the shittest players that we have, and they're going to spend like 25 million quid doing it, so yes. Maybe they could do a do a three for the price of two and give them Wesley Hoot as well. Oh, God, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be incredible? Oh, yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, predictions for you next season. Um, where do you think you're going to finish? Um, well, it, it's kind of a it's kind of a theoretical one. It's more a case of like if we have the squad currently, um, we'll have a lower mid table, um, probably be in a, a sort of a relegation scrap again. Um, but with the names we're being linked with, they're incredibly coveted players and they're really really talented players. If we can get a squad together of that sort of caliber of player with the player we we know we've already got a, a good core um and we can bring through one or two of the, the exciting youth i would say we could push for you know higher mid table maybe even a late push for playoffs um it, it, we know that our transfer business was going to define our season we haven't really started yet as such um we prepared ourselves for shade but it was all about what we were going to do with the money and that's where we can make our decision on the, on the, the season's ending. Really, um, we, you know, my hope is just anywhere in upper mid table would be, you know, happy for me. But I don't know if you would, would agree with that, Em. Um, for me, anything above. Oh, gosh, last season I said thirteenth, and I'd have to go with the same because where I... did you finish last season, by the way? Sixteenth. It 16th. was okay. about sixteenth, seventeenth, but we, we did have a nine point deduction. Yeah. So if we hadn't have had that, we would have been about thirteenth, fourteenth. So about we 12th. were on about nine, our... yeah, thirteenth, twelfth. So yeah, it was it was one of them seasons. We we ended up having to kind of win our last few games to make sure we didn't get pulled into a relegation scrap, which was really strange considering two thirds <laughs> of the season we were pushing for the playoffs. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Um, it was a strange season for us, it really was, but I can say that we've had even stranger seasons in the last couple of years. So it yeah, was good fun though. It's always been good fun. But yeah, I, I would, you know, anything above where we finished that season, to be honest, you know, I'm not a greedy person. I'm realistic. Um, and I know that we sell players like Shay, we're trying to replace them. You know, we, we've sold three players, Michael Morrison, Hotter and Shay, and between them they had 33 goals and I think something like 17 assists. So we've lost uh, yeah. goals. It's just from three players going. Morrison back in seven goals. So yeah, um, it's, it's going to be pretty tricky trying to replace those goals. Yeah, yeah, it really is. They are probably a good solid, you know, 65, 70 percent of our goals last season. So uh, yeah, tricky. Uh, the recruitment's got to be spot on this summer. I'm hoping it is, and that the the board don't mess up like they've done in previous years. So. Um, but if you want to come back to me in about a month's time, I'll tell you my opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kev, is there anything you want to ask? Um, no, no. I think uh, we've talked about just about everything that I could have imagined <laughs> about Birmingham City and about Jay Adams. Yeah. Um, okay. I think we've got a few left yeah. of field questions for you. Okay, guys, right, so I'm just going to um, ask a few questions, um, a few fun questions. Um, yeah. Okay, if you could have one Saints player for your team next season, who would you pick? Wesley who? Wesley who? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say something like that. Um, I'd have Sam Gallagher back. Really? Well, Ooh. you've been a really, this realistic. I'm being realistic, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, no I, you don't have to be realistic. You can just take anyone. All right, Nathan Redmond, thank you. Yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah, we're a big fan of Nathan Redmond. We kind of hoped he'd come back one day, but can't see that happening. Um, I quite like Mario Lamina, to be honest. Um, might be a bit of a left-field choice, 
No, it's, I mean, a lot of people. I, it's, it's mixed with him because I mean, there's there's rumours flying around this week that he, he could be on the um on the transfer list. Oh really? Yeah. Um, yeah. To say we've got quite a strong central midfield, and I don't really, I don't know. I think he's at the back of the list at the moment. Oh, is he? Mm. Uh, he? He quite impressed me in the World Cup, and when I saw him at times last year, Saints obviously watching match of the day. Um, <laughs> He he kind of caught my eye. Not that he's like a world beater or anything like that, but he's he's got a good range of passing. He's very energetic. Um, if I was to pick, obviously a standout choice, you know, which is an obvious one, it'd be Ward Prowse because obviously, um, it's fantastic set piece delivery and and um, it's very very good range of passing and he's is is an all round good midfielder. So um, either one of those two would be nice. Thank you. <laughs> hmm? Okay, if the question was reversed, I'd probably have to take Jukovic. I think, but wait, he was born in Southampton, you know. You yes, have to sign yeah, me. He was, was, yeah, and, and <laughs> he's so. a Southampton lad, yeah. So we, we yeah. have him back. He, he didn't get through the uh, our youth academy, and they shipped him away. But yeah, no, I, I remember he scored a goal. Um, I can't remember. I, he was on loan somewhere in Scotland. I think it was Motherwell. Yeah, and yeah. He scored this amazing volley. Yeah. Um, and I saw it on my, on um Soccer AM once, and I thought, wow, I completely forgot about him. Um, and yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah, I thought that was a brilliant goal. I remember. Yeah. That. Yeah, you'd have to fight me for him. Yeah. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's popular. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, do you have like what are your centre halves like? Because we could we could use one of them. Um, centre halves we've got. We don't Har- have many of. We've got uh, Harley <laughs> Dean. We brought him in for. Oh, Brent. he was a he was a Saints youth as well, I was, believe. Was he? Yeah. I believe he uh, was. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's probably our best defender. Um, centre back, very very comfortable on the ball. Decent amount of pace. The only thing that lets him down is he's not the tallest, so airily sometimes he gets um, beaten. Beaten, but he's an all-round, you know, proper solid defender who's a who's a ball player. And then we've got Mark Roberts, who we bought him from Barnsley for about three and a half million, again under Redknapp. Um, you know, Barnsley's captain. He was an outstanding centre, big lad, but again comfortable on the ball. Um, Good, big chance from this season. Yeah, massive chance from this season. Who I I think he's a very talented player, but again, he's one of those that's kind of the scapegoat for, 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 for fans and, and Robert seems to fall under that that category of scapegoat but I think it's unfair um, so yeah I'd go for Harley Dean's probably the, be- the better of the two though cool we'll take him okay so a couple of questions for fun um, right would you rather wear an Aston Villa shirt every single day for five years or sleep in a haunted house for ten years Oh, haunted house for ten years, all day, <laughs> straight away. Oh yeah, no question with that one. I wouldn't be able to do the haunted house, but I wouldn't be able to do the villa shirt, so I'd probably just jump off the Gilmerick and be done with it. Oh, you just jump. <laughs> I actually, I asked Kev the same question, obviously with Pompey, not Villa, um, and he said exactly the same as as you did, James. He just went, yeah, haunted house, easy. You, you, you can't, can you? It's just kind but of. But like, I, you know, as a host of a Saints podcast, I openly admitted to I would wear a Pompey shirt rather than stay in a haunted house for ten years. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm t- I can't do haunted houses. No, no, I, I can't do it. I'm, I'm such a wimp. But yeah, uh, I mean, James, at least, at least with the, um, the Pompey shirt, maybe you could put like a jacket over the top of it or something. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> yeah. I think no, no. I still feel, I still feel ill. What if we added the caveat that the house was haunted by the ghosts of former Villa players? <laughs> I'd still rather do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm that bad. Yeah. Uh, You'd start fighting them. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
another one. Uh, would you rather be twice the height of Peter Crouch or half the height of Lionel Messi? I'd have the height of Lionel Messi, half mainly or half the height. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to be small. I've always been. The so yeah, that's basically thirteen foot four or two foot eight. Two, two foot eight. Two foot eight. Yeah. Really? Nah. I saw a guy on the tube today that was about that height, and I thought I just remembered your question. I thought, see. Yeah, I can live a normal life. Try doing that at 12 foot. No, 13 foot. <laughs> 13 foot, yeah. I, I'd, I'd rather, I mean, I'd, like I said to you, you could play basketball. That's true. That's true. But you, know, you can also get in tiny little cardboard boxes if you're two foot eight. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I could live like two foot eight. You, know. you could get a job as a forklift. <laughs> Not a forklift driver, just a forklift. <laughs> Trampoline around with you everywhere to to reach her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> two for eight. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't do that. Um, Kev, have you got any more questions at all? Um, no, I don't think I can top them to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty good questions. They were good. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. I think that's about it. If you're done, Kev. Yeah, it's it's been a fascinating uh, journey, and it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to have you on. No, no. Oh, thank you for having it. us. I loved it. Oh no, yeah, no, thank well, you. I mean, I know I didn't realise that you were um like doing your podcast and you're like going on holiday tomorrow and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, it's it's great that you actually had the time. And I did um watch a couple of your YouTube videos. I wanted to see your. I watched the reaction for the Gary Monk sacking. Okay. Yeah. And oh. I watched another <laughs> one. Um. I can't remember. It escapes me now. But yeah, there was um, it was good. What I liked, what I saw. So that's when I said, yeah, I, I message you and see if you wanted to come on. But yeah, it's um, it's been great. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. Like we like to obviously talk to other fans and and get our opinions across. And it's always helpful, obviously, to give that insight to a player that you obviously for sure haven't watched every every week in week out, which which we have, so we can give a little bit more um for what you can expect and obviously we just in return ask for you to to beat villa twice this season that's, that's kind of what we ask from you yeah we know the best the reason we started really was to interact with other footballing fans so yeah. it's it's been a pleasure thank you so much for having us on no problem um you oh, know well. we, if we if we draw you in the cup then maybe we'll get you back on again that'd be good and yeah, like yeah, i said before it, when, when we get relegated, we'll um we'll be playing the next season. <laughs> no don't, don't do this. I I do it every year. It's 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 going to be close again, isn't it? So yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I'll let you guys go because you've got your one to do. But before you go, can you um like plug your stuff? Yeah, can do. Okay, so we're Emily and Jane from Birmingham Fan TV. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and obviously YouTube. We also have our podcasts on um Spotify itunes and anchor and we try and publish when the season's going four videos a week that's preview review podcast and then another sort of fun video that we do um james is the the main guy in front of the camera i'm more behind the scenes but yeah um for birmingham fan tv and and, and that's that really <laughs> brilliant thank you very much yeah and uh, bon voyage i hope you have a fantastic time in america oh, oh, thank, thank you, you very much we'll try Cool, right, thanks guys, I'll speak to you soon. No worries. Right. Speak to you soon. Up, Thank you. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> Up the Saints. <laughs>